When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey everybody, welcome to the latest episode of All Too Real 2. My name is Michael E. Cullen II, and with me, as always, is... It's sesame, egg salad, and carta. Egg salad. Mm Mm-hmm. Yes, something I've never had in my life. It's... Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Eggs kind of upset my stomach a little, so I've never really had Me it. Me too. I yeah. realized that suddenly uh-huh. now I'm allergic to eggs. Yeah. But I uh, don't know when that happened, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so um I just had a question for you. Sure. With a little statement after the question. So my world's on fire. How about yours? That's the way I like it and and I'll never get bored. Uh I don't know what that is. What is that? Well, you know, hey now, you're an all-star. Get your game on. Go play. Hey now, you're a rock star. Get the show on. Get paid. Anyways, with Uh, the world the way it is, that song just keeps popping in my head, that line. My world's on fire. How about yours? (laughs) That song is such an earworm. Uh-huh. You call it. Um, Yes. It's one of those songs that you just can't miss. I mean, it is yeah. Recognize it, you it, know. It, it, it's it's not to not to, <laughs> to to sound um racist in any way whatsoever, but it's the song you put on at a because I'm a DJ. So like when I go to weddings, you put that on at a wedding full of white people, and they <laughs> get down to that song, man. Yes, <laughs> it's this. I don't. I don't know if I would. It's okay. They it's just they they just do for some reason. It's like that and Footloose and oh um, and uh, you know Sweet, Sweet Caroline. It's like they, they you know it's, I hate it's the, so much. It's the weirdest shit. Like you know like uh, you know I don't know. There's a few other ones, but it's like yeah, it's the the white people get down at a wedding song. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah. Sometimes some Blink One Eighty Two will do that to them too. You know, it's just yeah. Um, so, dance the Blink One Eighty Two. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, like I mean, like that's like concert music. Like white, I mean, white people do it, man. And I'm white. I, I don't understand <laughs> how you dance to a song that's not really dance worthy. You know, like mm-hmm. it's not. 
I mean, I guess technically you could dance well, they, at they, a concert. If, they, if, but... if they're, they're, they're repetitive and have a beat, so people can, you know, dance to them. Okay. It's not going to be like, you know, something like, uh, I don't know, like, like like one of these, you know, line dance songs or something that get people yeah. going. But, you know, but people will dance to the weirdest things. It's just strange. But uh, anyways, um, so so this week I, I, I've been going for walks. And my legs started hurting really bad, which kind of sucks. And mm-hmm. it was it was hurting so bad when I was walking down this one, this one uh, road, um, this like like alley sort of thing. Look over at this building. There's an awning above it, and out of the corner of my eye, I thought it said "adult abortion." <laughs> yeah, it said "adult probation." I just read it too fast, <laughs> and um. When my leg was hurting, I was like, you know, I could probably use an adult abortion right now on myself, <laughs> you know, because I was in so much pain. But yeah. yeah, pretty sure that that's just, you know, murder or suicide. I'm not really sure what an adult abortion would be, but that's what I saw. Yeah. Yeah. So that's how my week's been going. Been having a lot of medical tests and stuff done and going to yeah. have a lot coming up. So I'm getting old, folks. So if if you'd like to, you know, I'm going to say this up front, you know, share our show, subscribe to our show. But most of all, you know, if you can, you know, check out our Patreon or our uh, Tee Public, and, you know, maybe throw us a few bucks. It could help us out. You have to support our, our, our financial, our whatever, I can't think of the word. Our financial stability. And our yeah, and, and, and yeah. our and our ability to continue to produce this this excellent program, you know that it, that that we then we can say it's like supported by viewers like you or listeners like you, like they do on yeah. P- PBS and uh, and uh, public radio and stuff, you know. So yeah, totally. Yeah. So, anyways, speaking of things that were like public services to the world, hmm. um, this week we are covering. A sitcom that came out in 1991. It was definitely a sitcom. Hmm. It definitely had words on paper that people delivered and the concept. And there was a situation. Yep. It was, yeah, all those things are true. It was definitely a show. It was put on film or video. Yes. Broadcast mm-hmm. on two television networks. Yes. It was on the, the Fox network, actually. Um, oh. Yeah. That's right, because they had a commercial about Mary with children at one yeah. point. Or an announcement. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so, yes, the show that we're covering is the short-lived, short-loved, too, I guess, um, yeah. show... Charlie Hoover. Mm. Like I said, came out in 1991. The episode we're covering is called Happy Birthday to Hugh. It was mm. broadcast on November 9th, 1991. And the last episode, guess when that was that was aired? Uh, well, it had seven episodes, so I'm thinking like December or something. Yeah, December 29th. Okay. So yeah, the show was on just over a month. So um yeah. And uh-huh. uh so 
show was created by Ian Gervitz. Um, and it starred Tim Matheson as our titular character, Charlie Hoover. Along with his crazy alter ego, which was like a three-inch person played <laughs> named Hugh. Get it? It's like it's like you, but it's Hugh. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um played by Sam Kinison, the late great comic. Maybe great. I don't know. It depends on how you feel about him. Um uh-huh. <clears throat> he was okay. Uh, not a huge. Yeah, I'm not a huge okay. fan of his, but I mean, he did have some impact in the in the history yeah. of comedy, so I can't deny that. I'm just not into like the screaming. Yo, I know. Yeah, equals humor just because mm-hmm. you can scream. I'm not really into that. But, but, I'm, but I'm, I'm also not into the fact that he kind of perpetuated Mark Maron's uh, drug habit back in the '80s. Oh, but, really? Uh, yeah. So wow, I did not know that. <laughs> yeah, when, when when Mark Maron was a. Uh, was a doorman at the comedy store and he was living in a building near the comedy store that was owned by Mitzi Shore who owned the comedy store. Mar- Marin mm-hmm. was living in there, but that was also his job was to set it up for the crazy parties that Sam Kittison would have there. Oh, wow. In, in the place. <clears throat> and like, you know, one time, uh, Kinison, I believe shit on Mark's bed. Oh, yeah, stuff like that. So, yeah, yeah. L- listen to listen. Go back and listen to the early episodes of WTF or anything like that, and okay. I'm sure you'll you'll you know anybody that's listening, you know, you'll, you'll get some good stories about that. But also, we have in this uh, in this episode uh, Kevin McCarthy, not the uh, Speaker of the House. <laughs> <laughs> no, not that. no, but the actor Kevin McCarthy. <laughs> yeah, not, that would be a weird show. <laughs> I know <laughs> Kevin McCarthy. <laughs> The Speaker of the House, yes. with Sam Kinison as his alter ego. Yeah, that no, would no, actually no, be no, an interesting. No, Tim, Tim Matheson was the Charlie Hoover. Kevin McCarthy was Mister Culberson, his boss. So okay, yeah. Oh, the guy looked familiar. The dude who played Charlie isn't he the guy that was in Evil? Like the Satanist oh yeah, he's dude? in Evil. Tim Matheson. He's been in a million things. Okay, okay. Yeah, he yeah. was in. Uh, my one of my favorite performances of his was where he played the uh, supposed ex-husband of Carol Brady in uh, in a very Brady sequel. That's right. And yeah. My, my 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 favorite line is he's like, "I'm tripping with the Bradys." <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, I remember that. Yeah. So yeah. So yeah, he he's been in a lot of things. He's been, you know, he was in like, uh, I believe, the last picture show, West Wing. Um, National Lampoon's Animal House, you know, a lot of classics. So yeah, yeah. So yeah. Anyways, um, that's our major cast. We do have like the family played. Uh, his son is played by Michael, uh, Manasseri, who people might know from the Weird Science TV show. Um, you had Lucy Webb as Helen Hoover's wife, uh, and uh, Leslie Kendall Die as Emily Hoover, his daughter. And then his uh, assistant Doris is played by Julie Hayden. So yeah, that's our main cast, really. <laughs> so yeah, I didn't see like in future episodes we have a former guest of our podcast, Stuart Pankin. We didn't, you know, get to these episodes, obviously. Oh, okay, he's in an episode. We also have Bill Maher in four episodes for oh, some yeah. reason. <laughs> a young Bill Maher, you know. Oh. 
Sandy Helberg, who is from Toledo in some episodes, uh, in one episode. Yeah. Interesting group of guest stars there. So, yeah. Yeah. So anyways, um, initial thoughts on this, uh, thing we watched. Uh, I really did not like it. I was, I was kind of bored. Yeah. I had to basically meditate while watching it just to let the time go by a little bit quicker. Yeah. But yeah, I wasn't. I got I to wasn't... The, I got to the point halfway through watching it where I was playing a game on my phone. So <laughs> Yeah, it just yeah. I don't know. It was just it was boring. It wasn't okay. Oh, yawning just from talking about it. Um yeah, there wasn't <laughs> a lot going on, you know, it was just, you know, whatever. Yeah. Um Yeah, it was it was a typical Fox early nineties sitcom. You oh know, yeah, the, yeah. This, the, I, I, I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure. But you know, you mentioned Married with Children. Prior to this, uh, Sam Kennison had played, um, I believe, like an angel sort of on a on a like It's a Wonderful Life sort of episode of of Married with Children. And I bet you anything, that's what gave them the idea to make the show. Yeah, I mean, it would have to be. Um, mm-hmm. That's wild. Um, yeah, and, yeah. Like the creator of the show. He and Gervitz, um, he, uh, he wrote on shows like, let's see here. Well, he was like an executive producer on Becker and the Tony Danza show and Wings. Some decent sitcoms there. Yeah. Becker is awesome. I like Uh, y'all. I love Becker. Um, he, uh, surprisingly did not write on, uh, Married with Children at all, but um, <clears throat> he wrote for Wonder Years, Get a Life with uh, Chris Elliott, which is a good show, um, Frasier, Wings, Tony Danza, Becker, yeah. different things like that. So yeah, I don't, I don't yeah. even remember a Tony Danza show. It was a short-lived show too. It was only like one oh, season. Okay. Yeah, one or two seasons. Yeah, oh, fourteen episodes, so like one season. Oh, okay. Yeah, so. So yeah, um, yeah. So we should get the premise out of the way first, maybe. Okay. Yeah. So the basic premise of this is Tim Matheson as Charlie Hoover is like this middle management guy at a job that I don't know what the fuck he does because they never really. <clears throat> he works at an office. Yeah, he's got his own office. He... Yeah. I guess he probably works in the the higher echelons of it, I guess, or something like that. Yeah, and he's uh, wanted a promotion for a while. But on his 40th birthday, he all of a sudden gets this alter ego kind of voice in his head, kind of like a devil on your shoulder sort of thing of Sam Kinison as Hugh. Basically telling him <laughs> that, you know, he needs to... <clears throat> Basically, not be such a pussy in the world, you know. No well, offense. Yeah. Is, <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, it's pretty much what he would say mm-hmm. if, if they allowed. Yeah. That. It, it, it it was the cleaned up version of that for Sam Kennison. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the whole thing too, like an alter <laughs> ego, to <laughs> me is is like different than like like a scene of miniature. Like to me, an alter ego is like it's just like a different part of your personality. It's not yeah, like they. they not like you're hearing a voice telling you to do something it's just like <laughs> different part of you you know like 
but whatever that's nitpicking i guess but yeah i mean this uh, was this was right around the same time that fox had the show herman's head too oh. so so that which i really liked but that that's like this concept kind of done in a better way um or uh in the future like the wb had un was like unhappily ever after or something with uh bobcat mm-hmm. goldflake playing the voice of like this this bunny rabbit that was like the main guy's like conscience or whatever. Wow. Yeah. So it was kind of the same concept, except for it was a puppet bunny rabbit. <laughs> wow. Yeah. It was like a middle-aged guy who just, you know, yeah. Nikki Cox and uh, some other people were in that show. It was, it was a decent show, but wow. it, was, it was created by some of the same people that created uh, married with children. Um, Weird concept for a show. Don't get me wrong, but yeah, totally. Yeah. <clears throat> oh, man. But it was kind of like, basically, that show was basically like Married with Children with a bunny puppet added in there. And you switched the uh, personalities of the kids. The, yeah. bo- the boy was the dumb one and the girl was the smart one. Um. So, okay. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> so, um, all right. I guess we can go into the plot here. What, sure. what what little there is of it. This is going to be a short episode, folks. I know that from the outset, hopefully. You know, yeah, so, yes. there's really not a lot going on here. Um, so, yeah, basically what happens here? Uh, excuse me. So, it's his 40th birthday. He's basically having, like, a midlife crisis because he wants to get promoted at his corporate job, which we don't know what it is. Yeah. And, uh, you know, when he goes to to work, he starts um, noticing this uh, dude who's like talking to him at Sam Kinison, and he's this quote alter ego, and it's basically just trying to coax him into doing whatever he wants to do because you know he's too uptight or oh yeah, and when he was when he, when he was at home too though, like his kids basically mm-hmm. kind of ignore him on his birthday and they're just wanting him for his money. Yeah, and, like and, pretty much his family sucks. Yeah, you know? and and then and his dog even sucks. His dog pisses on his shoes. Yeah, his dog pees on his shoes. So he's got to wear sneakers to work when he's wearing like a black suit, Mike sneakers. Which, which I, I don't really understand. I'm sure they were uh, like leather shoes because most dress shoes are leather. Those yeah. could easily be wiped off in the sink or something. Plus, too, you know, he, he didn't have another pair of shoes, whatever. And then, yeah. uh, and so. <laughs> And then this guy's alter ego, um, which I'm not sure, so it's his alter ego, it's a part of him, Yeah. and I'm not sure if he is liable for the numerous sex crimes that his alter ego commits throughout the episode, and so I don't know if that counts I, against I, him. I think it's but... more the, I, I think basically what, what uh, Hugh is representing is like that, that kind of like sinister part of your brain that, uh, you know, that we a lot of people, you know, good people like suppress and, you know, like, like sometimes you'll be like, you know, somebody cuts you off in traffic or, you know, is a jerk to you and you're thinking I should kill that guy. But, you know, because you know that that's wrong, you don't do that. But for that split second, sometimes you might think, Hey, I wish that guy would get in an accident, you know, or something, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, but you don't actually do anything about it or you or the or the part of you that like sees an attractive person mm. and has like impure thoughts about them, but you don't mm. act on them. Mm. But this part of your brain, if it was opened up, 
might actually do that is what my feeling was based on this right. episode, based on this episode at least so yeah oh yeah 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 so Hugh <clears throat> Hugh committed <clears throat> multiple sex crimes throughout the episode in varying degrees of severity and um mm-hmm. he also has a particular proclivity towards um Scandinavian women but I guess we all got other things right so uh and um and so he really wants this promotion. He tells the you know the guy whatever his name is his name. Oh, Charlie. Yeah, yeah. He's he's the uh, title of the show. Yeah, title of the show. Yeah. <laughs> so um, so he tells you know to basically like demand uh, you know the promotion from his boss. Which by the way, and the promotion he's looking for is vice president of the company. Yeah, that's a pretty big promotion. Um, and so you know he goes in there and he you know. He demands that he get the job, and he gives an ultimatum that he's gonna walk if he doesn't get the job. His boss commends him for being assertive, but he doesn't like ultimatums, so he fired him. And then he goes back home, and his family pretty much abandons him because they just don't care about him. I guess they just care that he's got money because you know, oh, you quit your job or got fired. Yeah, you know, fuck. Apparently, yeah, great family. Uh. You know, maybe you should leave them and listen to the voice, you know, or listen to Hugh. What's his... That's the other thing, too. Yeah. Hugh had, like, a cane for some reason or a stick. I thought they... they guess they thought that would be funny or something. Yeah, I guess. Like, I don't know. Whatever. It was kind or, of or, may, or maybe Kinnison had some back problems at the time. I don't know, you know? So, it could know, be. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. Was it, uh, it's possible. I don't know. Yeah. But I don't know much about his health um, no. during our time period. But, uh... Or any time period for that matter. And then uh he gets fired and then he goes back to work and then trying to beg for his job back, even though Hugh told him not to do so. They had this weird beat about egg salad sandwiches that lasted way too long, probably to fill time, I guess. Uh yeah, and cause... then and then uh also Charlie I mean, Hugh asked Charlie like his like big wish that he wants in life and you know he's expecting some kind of like you know criminal type thing and he just says he wants a boat yeah he wants to buy a boat mm-hmm. and then that's it yeah he just wants to buy a boat like he doesn't, he doesn't even want to sail he just said he wants a boat i'm like okay i guess mm-hmm. um that's the whole weird thing too about people who had this like fantasy of buying a boat and like sailing through the world, it's like, what are you talking about, dude? Like, do you know, like how, like, how, like how many accidents would you like literally sail the ocean? Yeah, I mean, how difficult like, and how difficult about? that would be. Like, I mean, I guess you know people do it, but it's still, it's like, yeah, but well, like, it's super but... dangerous because you literally just have water, mm-hmm. and then like how, like where are you gonna sail to? Yeah. I guess, like, around the coast, I guess that would be, you know, a little bit more safe because you're still close to land, I guess. You yeah, know, but I somewhat. Mean, I, I, I hate the water, but I guess the easier way would be, like, a cruise ship. But then again, we know how, we all know how, you know, the Titanic ended. So, um... Yeah, no, totally. Or, I mean, cruise ships are also, you get viruses spread real fast. Yeah. And stuff. <laughs> There's so many people on board, you know. In a close, you know, quarters or whatever, and yeah, uh, all, those, all those people yeah, that died like during the, during the pandemic on the boats and stuff. Oh, yeah, God. yeah, they were stuck on the boats. <clears> and <throat> <a lot> of <throat> yeah, 
I know it's terrible. And they're like just infecting each other essentially. God, mm-hmm. that was that was horrible. But uh uh yeah, I feel so bad for them. But, I know. But like yeah, if you're like sailing across the ocean, like let's say, you know, you're from you know, you're sailing from you know, the Pacific and you're gonna be sailing all the way to like Japan or like Hawaii. It's a lot of that's a lot of ocean to get through. Or yeah. like the Atlantic all the way to like Spain or the UK or Africa, like you're gonna die at halfway point if not sooner. Like you know, like yeah. I mean, I mean, you're you're not gonna be able to get there in like the kind of boat that I'm picturing Charlie buying. So no, yeah, <laughs> well, it's like a a sailboat basically. Yeah, I get. Or a and, yeah, um, or a yacht or something. There's still, it's not gonna get you to. <laughs> and you could tell, this is an early '90s show. Based on the fact that, like, a 40-year-old man was able to have a job that he did and then also feel inadequate at said job because he does not vice president. Yeah. Whereas all, like, 70 and 80-year-olds are, like, being, like, greeters at Walmarts. And it's just like, yeah, yeah, one change in 32 years where, like, he feels inadequate <laughs> at forty because he's not vice president of a corporation. I'm thinking the the, the modern like HBO or Netflix version of the show would be about a guy working at a Walmart as a greeter. Yeah, <laughs> and yeah, and 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 basically, Hugh comes comes up and basically tells him to burn down the Walmart. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's where it would go. It would. No, you're right. Because it basically would... be like he wouldn't be wanting to be like because because the thing is is honestly, if you want to move up in Walmart, don't. There's no benefit in my opinion to actually yeah, becoming no management. Up. Yeah, it's like no. <laughs> it's um or any retail. Yeah, you pretty much have to step over or odd other people to get there. Yeah, yeah. and you have you to know, learn how, you have to learn how to be an asshole right away because I've yeah. seen I've seen it happen when. I work in retail, like where, you know, people that were the nicest people in the world when they were just my coworker all of a sudden become management and they're assholes. So mm-hmm. it's like, yeah. <laughs> it's totally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So this guy, you know, he, he basically the guy rehires him and then he thinks like, okay, now I got my job back. But then he was like, no, it's not good enough. You need to. And at one point, you commit another sex crime because he's already committed various ones of varying severity where he's got binoculars and he's like looking down again to see Scandinavian women that he's got a special uh, fetish for I guess and um, that's that's the other thing in 90s sitcoms there was always somebody attractive getting naked in another building unless it's friends where you had the the uh the oh yeah the the fat naked guy or whatever yeah 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 it was always and then so then at one point, um, he's looking up the skirt <clears throat> of of um, Charlie's um, assistant. Yeah, this who apparently she's got like a crush on or a thing for, I guess. And that was the whole mm-hmm. thing with that. Yeah, I'm sure that that would go somewhere in the other episodes that I'm not going to watch. Yeah, because at one point he's <laughs> like, "Yeah, I'm not going to watch some people." No, I'm not going to watch six extra episodes. Yeah, but 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 if if anybody listening to this and they watched the first one, the link that I'm going to share with people if they contact me to get get a link to it, and the place you can watch this is on YouTube. Somebody uploaded 
one video that has all seven episodes. See the entire series of yes. one video. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's not even time stamped. So you no. can't even you know what? I might actually do that. No, I'm not gonna do that. That's no. not so much time. Yeah. But like yeah. like I'm not gonna waste my time doing no, that. No, because like, I mean they... so 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 you basically you can't like skip to episode three or something. Like if you no. were choosing to watch this in several sittings, I mean I guess, you know, usually you can start where you left off on videos on YouTube, but if you, I mean, but sometimes that'll screw up and then you just have to fast forward to the video and, you know, yeah. I might do a timestamp. <laughs> I'm being stupid, but like, yeah, you know, then like make fun of the show as I'm doing it, make a comment. Yeah. But yeah. So he, he gets, his, he gets the promotion because he goes back again for the second time <laughs> to yell at his boss, demanding mm-hmm. to be promoted. And this time he actually relents. And then, he comes back and like really dances pretty aggressively with his assistant. He's spinning her around shit. Yeah. And at one point she's like touching his chest with her hand, you know, pretty much flirting with them. Yeah, she's like swooning and stuff. Yeah. And then he's like, oh, um, call my wife for me. And then she's like, oh, okay. You know. And then, but yeah, Hugh, you know, looks up her skirt. So that's, that's a sex crime right there. And, um, you know, technically he should already be committing several misdemeanors if not felonies at this point yeah i mean i I guess i guess at this point though you know nobody else can see hugh except for charlie so no my whole thing so 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 that that, it brings up the thing is like if a tree falls in the forest and no one's around does it make a sound but you know so like if 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 a if a three-inch guy commits a crime and no one can see it but one guy did he really commit the crime right (laughs) my whole thing though is if if Hugh <laughs> is looking up her skirt, yeah, does Charlie see it? See it through like a weird, like metaphysical way? Yeah, or but... is it just? I don't get it. Um, I don't either. I don't. I don't. I don't think the writers thought it through either. So, other than just being super weird and creepy, They're like we we need, again, we, we need some creepy things for Sam Kinison to do in this episode. Well, so just not yeah. only that, just 1991, like old shows. Yeah. You rewatch them, you know, why well, I, I didn't rewatch, I never even heard yeah. this until like days ago. But uh I was just literally looking through T V pilots and I found a playlist and that was one of them and I'm like, Okay, this is probably gonna be stupid, but all right, let's try it. And um didn't know, didn't know anything about the show at all. I just picked it based on that yeah. alone. Um and then he goes out and hangs out the, the window again because he likes to sit outside. Yeah. Of a, window like really high up yeah why do people that in old shows like i don't think anyone who had jobs like that actually did anything like that would just sit outside well and, it, and it's like it's like in in um in sitcoms and even dramas and stuff that take place in like bigger cities like new york or los angeles or cal or chicago or something they'll hang out on the roof too a lot. Yeah, I don't get it. Um, I, really I mean, don't. I mean, I, I've, I've, I've seen things. I mean, I, I even saw the other day. I mean, this guy wasn't hanging out there, but I was, wa- I was walking down in the small town I live in, and um, there was a guy just hanging out on the roof, like, like smoking a cigarette. Yeah. On this building, but this was only like I, I'd say like four stories high, so it's not like you know, like you see people just hanging out, you know, on top of a building that's like. 60 stories high or something you know and you're just like okay yeah i don't know it's just yeah it was a bizarre show was not a fan of it no i didn't really think it was that it, funny. it's definitely very dated 
And I could see yeah. why maybe people at the time might have liked it, but obviously they didn't like it enough because it only lasted seven episodes. They supposedly yeah. they supposedly filmed thirteen, but the oh other but but the but the other ones have not seen the light of day. So. No, someone should un- un- uncover them. Yeah, put them up on YouTube or the same same person make one video of thirteen. Yeah, so so like five hour video. Did you want to hear a review or two of this? Uh, sure. Okay, so here is one from uh, the Internet Movie Database. This is from so far back it doesn't have a rating. It's just a review. You know, it doesn't have a star rating. Oh, wow. Um, it's from 2003, um, March 16th. So, you know, right before St. Patrick's Day. Um, so... Back in the day, all of our reviews were all from around the holidays. So, um, yeah, yeah, I've noticed that. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's really interesting. I think it's because they just got free time and they're looking for weird things to watch or <laughs> or whatever. And their their headline for this this is somebody named the Nexus one. Mm. Um, their headline is a true comedy that never got the chance to fly. Charlie Hoover was the award, the the awarding accomplishment of Sam Kinison. That oh. sentence doesn't make any sense. Okay, after yeah, <laughs> after fighting addictions with drugs and alcohol, he redefined himself and put his life back in order. Due to his wild lifestyle, it wasn't until 1991 that Kinison was finally able to get a network to back him in a show. Finally, after going the distance, Fox put Sam Kinison in Charlie Hoover. He played the deep inner voice of Tim Matheson's character, Charlie, who was pushed around in life. Kinison was portrayed as a three-inch tall figment of Charlie's depressed and downtrodden psyche. Um, It was pure chemistry as Sam played the part to the letter. He was that inner voice screaming for bloody vengeance in a comedic way pushing Charlie to stand up for himself against his co-workers and especially his mother-in-law. I guess that happens in future episodes. The power of oh. the series was cut short tragically when Sam it... Sam Kinison was killed in an auto accident. They're remembering it wrong because Sam wasn't killed until 92. And the okay. show ended in 91. Anyways, oh, wow. Yeah, so um, I uh, was killed in an auto accident, which may, many would call vehicular homicide he gave so much to the comedy world shaping the way stand-up comedians perform uncensored this was a great show and i can only hope that it will be placed on dvd to be seen by new generations who didn't grow up hearing sam's distinctive scream uh, yeah um hey <clears throat> no yeah because like sam i'm just gonna make sure on this He died April 10th of 1992. Okay. So there's the show was already canceled by then. Yeah. So, yeah. So, yeah. So his, his, his death had nothing to do with the cancellation of the show. So maybe he just wants to believe it did because he liked so much. And if the show was doing well, at that time, Fox would retool things a lot. And even if Sam had died and the show was doing well, they would have found a way to work around it and keep 
Tim hmm. Matheson and his family in the show and maybe just get rid of Hugh or bring in right. a, bring in a new uh, character or something, you know? They would do something. Oh, yeah, totally. They would, or, like, just drop the whole character itself and just... Just now make, make it about, yeah. about Tim Matheson, about Charlie, and, yeah. Um, right, kind of like that whole thing where it was, like, the... It was, like, Natalie's family or something like oh, that. Oh, no, Valerie's or... family, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a, va- yeah, it was originally Valerie, then Valerie's family, and then the Hogan family. Um, <laughs> just had three yeah. different names. And, I mean, there, there was even, like, a... There was the show that Matthew Perry was in where his older self came came from heaven or something. Yes. Oh, what was it called? It I was can't like remember. second. Yeah, I need to watch that, but they but like halfway through the series they just decided to get rid of the older the the older version of Matthew Perry's character. Okay. And <laughs> then focus on and get got rid of some other characters too and then just make it a typical sitcom about some like, you know, teenage boys causing mayhem and one of them being like kind of like the snooty one or something you know it was kind of amazing that they could just like and they change... changed the they changed the name of the show too and everything but it was the same characters just in a different show that's just like messed up they could just literally just change the story of a show yeah <laughs> it's mean, like it's been done a lot to... sadly yeah <laughs> it's just messed up that people just went along with like yeah well whatever um <laughs> I mean, it, I guess and had to suck doing... for the guy playing the older Matthew Perry. I'll have to find. We'll have to find that show and maybe watch the. Yeah. Maybe watch the pilot if we can find it anywhere, yeah. and then like the first episode after they get rid of the old guy. Right. <laughs> so, yeah. I remember <laughs> sharing a link to it once, just because of the theme yeah. song. Or I didn't. I was like, oh my god, Matthew Perry was like in the show, and he was like really young, like like super young, like probably like twenty years old or something like that, or even younger, and. uh yeah, it was it was called uh Second it, it, Chance. Yeah, yeah, it was Second Chance. Um and this was this was on Fox as well. So and this was Oops. on in um nineteen eighty seven. From September twenty sixth till November twenty eighth, nineteen eighty seven, it was called Second Chance. The series yeah. was then revamped under the new title Boys Will Be Boys. <laughs> and ran okay. ran in a new format from January sixteenth to May fourteenth of nineteen eighty eight. So, yeah. And then he was in Friends starting 1994. Yeah. I think he did then... another show or two in between, too, or something. But, yeah, it's, uh, yeah, just really weird that they just decide to change the whole concept of the show. Yeah, it, it's just, like, yeah, it's super bizarre. I guess it's better than Matt LeBlanc's early career doing a Heinz ketchup commercial. Um, he was a, he, like, he was also... Sorry, we're going off on a tangent here, people. Yeah, but fine. <laughs> he was also on a on a Fox show. Oh my that god! That was a really? spinoff of of Married with Children. Um, <laughs> it was called Top of the Heap. Interesting. And, and um, here's another thing. So um, it focused on um, there was like these two minor Married with Children characters that he and um Joseph below. Uh, Bologna played. Um, mm-hmm. They were, they, they were uh, a father and son who had like all these like get rich schemes that they would do and stuff like that. Um, so for seven episodes, that's what the show was about. <laughs> and then they decided to 
retool the show and call it Vinny and Bobby, get rid of the dad, and focus on the on 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 Vinny, who was uh, Matt LeBlanc's character, and his friend Bobby. Okay. Yeah, and um, basically it was set in Chicago. The series centers on Vinny, a construction worker, and his roommate Bobby, who share the same apartment. And it was kind of like a, you know, maybe early precursor to something like Friends or sort of stuff. And it had Joey, yeah. Joey Lauren Adams and Fred Stoller and other people in it. But yeah, it's just, it was another one of those shows that they just halfway through decided to change the concept. So, so it's been You're done. Ready. It's been done several times. So. Yeah. Anyways, um, I don't think I'm going to read any more reviews. Any any final thoughts here on on uh, Charlie Hoover? Nope. <laughs> no thoughts. Yeah. None. Well, I have the thought that it was one of the shows that we've watched for this podcast. Yes. Is that of, accurate? Of, of all of the shows we've watched for this podcast, this was one of them. It's, that's an accurate assessment. And um, of all of the shows we've watched for this podcast, this one had people in it. Yes. And that's about how I feel about that. Yes. Yes. You you are correct. Mm-hmm. Anyways. Anyways, <laughs> folks. Be safe out there. A lot of weird shit going on in the world right now. Every day it feels like it's one of these, like, science fiction movies or something going on. Um, you never know. I mean, we can be happy that Pat Robertson died recently and is probably <laughs> hanging out with Jerry Falwell in hell. And, um, you know, being punished by Beelzebub or something, you know, and, um, yeah. the, <laughs> yeah. the, um, you know, not hurting homosexuals and other people in the world anymore. Yeah. And, um, you know, that's a good thing. And if you don't like that, I don't care. And, um, (laughs) (laughs) yeah. Um, but, uh, folks, you know, check out our, uh, T public and our Patreon. If you feel like it, um, if you feel like it, you know, share the show with your friends, um, go to all two real com and you can find all the links to where we are and all that stuff. All the links to all the different, you know, podcast platforms and to our social media platforms and our uh, platform heels that we wear sometimes. And uh, the, um, wait, what? (laughs) So anyways, until next time, folks, just remember that I love you. Sesame loves you. And bye-bye. Thanks for listening to All Too Real 2 Podcast, a Cullen Park production. Produced and edited by Michael E. Cullen II. Music by Matthew Haas. Subscribe and share the show. Visit us at CullenPark.com. Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Joey Calvez. I want to tell you guys a little bit about the Department of Metahuman Affairs. This one is a story about a team led by a retired sidekick, two felons, a failed actor from Broadway, and a reprogrammed cyborg, but their first mission is to stop the criminals who have robbed a bank, and they will have to set the world at ease. 
you're going to get 180 pages of entertainment action-packed awesomeness right here in the first six issues in a collected hardcover volume one. All you got to do is head on over to kickstarter.com and type in the Department of Meta Human Affairs or DMA and check it out right now. 